Welcome to The Pen Garden, your weekly writing productivity podcast which will help you build a zen writing routine tailored to your lifestyle. I'm your host Lainey and you're listening to episode 4 of our third season, Inspiration. The Pen Garden is the place where I share my little nuggets of knowledge about writing and mental health and empower writers to take control of their writing routines. We are past halfway through this season, so I hope the interesting tidbits about how to understand and foster inspiration have been useful to you so far. I can't wait to hear about your new and improved writing routines. Grab a drink if you can and relax. This time is for you. Today I will be talking about how brainstorming can jumpstart your inspiration and how giving writing exercises a go can get you out of a slump and into a new dawn of creativity. This episode is right on time for when a lot of people doing NaNoWriMo start to run out of creative steam. And I'm not saying that in any way to judge, I'm right there with you. Yesterday I had to go back to my semi-complete outline and figure out what happens in the middle of the book. So I had a lot of fun researching and writing this episode and I hope that it will help you as it helped me. Brainstorming is a widely used technique to generate new ideas and solutions to various problems. It's mostly used in academia, business and creative enterprises, though some people also use it to solve their life issues. Scientist Hanisha Besant traced the origin of the practice and its meaning in one of her studies. This is what she wrote. The word brainstorming was originally introduced by Alex F. Osborne in 1953 through his book Applied Imagination, Principles and Procedures of Creative Thinking. Since 1953, brainstorming as a word has spread around the globe with definitions that vary in the minds of many. The Merriam-Webster's Dictionary defines brainstorming as a group problem-solving technique that involves the spontaneous contribution of ideas from all members of the group and also as the mulling over of ideas by one or more individuals in an attempt to devise or find a solution to a problem. In the broader culture, brainstorming has come to be synonymous with the creative idea-generating process. If you want to go and learn more about the history of brainstorming, go to my website after this where you'll find a link to the full article. It's an interesting read. On the topic of idea generation and creative problem solving, I bet you've heard it before, that to find a new solution you need to think outside of the box. But Professor Ralph Keeney argues that you should think inside of the box before that, meaning you should consider all common possible solutions before reaching for a far-fetched one. And you can argue that this doesn't apply to creative writing because we writers want to make everything novel and exciting. Maybe you're right, but I personally like things to make sense. For the past week, I've been stuck in my novel outlining because I couldn't figure out why two characters hate each other. I knew one is a crime lord who has contributed to the other losing his career as a doctor. But I couldn't figure out the event that had led to this outcome. So I binged hospital series in hopes to be inspired by something dramatic and novel to me. I considered euthanasia, ignoring do not resuscitate orders, accidental malpractice, but nothing fit the character or the medical laws of the place where the story takes place. It was discouraging and I felt that I was getting nowhere. Then I chatted with a friend and realized I didn't need a fancy medical reason. In the end, I decided to make it a human, not a medical issue. 
The crime lord was angry in his grief after losing a child, so he lashed out at the doctor and set him off. Misplaced anger is a very interesting emotion to write about, and I believe exploring the psychology behind it will make my character way more dynamic and compelling. Not that euthanasia is not an interesting topic to discuss, but it didn't have a place in this particular storyline. Professor Keeney recommends the following formula when you approach brainstorming. First, lay out the problem you want to solve. Then, identify the objectives of a possible solution. So not what the solution really is, but what it should do to affect the issue. Then try to generate solutions. Make a note of everything that comes to mind and don't discount simpler ideas. And finally, if you're still stuck and need some feedback, work in a group. Maybe ask a writer friend to consider your possible solutions or go to a writing group which can help you brainstorm more ideas. Talking about ideas, an idea I had two years ago has now grown and been honed into a coherent piece of writing. My romantic thriller, The Lavender Phantom, is going to be available for pre-order next week on the 17th of November. I've planned some really exciting events for the lead-up to my launch in February, so stay tuned. There will be advanced review copies offered, giveaways with cool bookish prizes, a cover reveal event and of course a launch party. Go to lanydelarocke.com slash books for more information and to sign up to my newsletter so you don't miss out on your chance to win some goodies. The previous two points were quite general, so I want to bring it back to writing. Some of you may know I'm a journalist by education and when we tackled covering a story, we were told to always start it with the five W's and one H. That's who? what, why, where, when and how. There is a particular reason for this. People reading the news might be in a hurry, so we want to convey the most important information quickly. We can get into the details later and people can read them after they know the gist of the story. This was of course before clickbait web articles were popular, which can go on forever stuffed with ads. And I'm a little sad sometimes when I read the news and I can't tell what the story is about from the first three paragraphs, let alone the first two lines. But anyway, (laughs) I digress. The five W's and one H are the questions which are the backbone of every story. Who did what, when, where, and why they did it, and finally how they did it. Or it could be what happened, when, where, how it happened who did it affect, and why it is important for us to read. In whatever order, answering these six key questions gives you the skeleton of a story. My journalistic training translated into my personal writing brainstorming process. I often have cool ideas which have no plot attached, or see awesome characters in my mind's eye but have no idea how they could be weaved into a story to showcase their awesomeness. For those times, I go back to the five W's and one H, and try to generate as many ideas as possible. Then I sift through the ones I like best and go again, this time adding more detail. I continue adding detail until I have a viable plot idea with at least a couple of strong main characters. I write fiction, so this process is most suited to fiction, but there are definitely ways to tailor it to non-fiction, business and academic writing. Instead of characters, you will need to narrow down arguments, and instead of plots, you'll need to choose a focused topic to work on. In any case, covering your basics by answering the 5 W's and 1 H is useful and can only expand your existing pool of ideas. 
Writing YouTuber Katie Tastic has a similar process to mine and she has a very entertaining video on the topic. It's called How to Brainstorm and Develop Story Ideas and I recommend it for some light viewing around writing advice. I'll drop a link in the show notes on my website so you can go on and check it out. Finding a way for yourself to brainstorm properly will get you out of writing block and will lead to an overall happier writing practice. It's not always needed, but it's nice to know it's there in your repertoire. Let ideas stew for a bit, but don't get discouraged if solutions don't come naturally. You can always turn to focused brainstorming if that happens. Try writing exercises online or with a friend. Free your mind to let that untapped subconscious power come to you as we talked in the previous episode. And after something starts forming on the page, use brainstorming to fill out the gaps and make it into a coherent piece. Now, this can be an episode about the benefits of brainstorming and writing exercises without an actual writing exercise. I love creating them by merging random things. Today is Neil Gaiman's birthday, so I thought it would be nice to do an exercise inspired by his words. He's an author who has done a lot for the writing community, so I wanted to pay some homage to him. Now, the rules are simple. I will give you a one-sentence prompt, and you need to develop a story idea by using the 5 W's and 1 H method we explored before. The line is from one of his books, but I won't tell you which one, so it doesn't affect your idea generation process. Your prompt is, the world seemed to shimmer a little at the edges. And again, the world seemed to shimmer a little at the edges. This line can be the beginning of your story or inspiration for it. Take this prompt as an opportunity to go wild on the page and just create. This is the beauty of writing exercises. There is no expectations to create something coherent right away. So see where your imagination will take you. I'm really interested to hear about what you create with this, so get in touch with me after you're done. Next Tuesday, I will look into the often neglected social aspect of writing and inspiration. There, I will talk about the benefits of writing retreats, writing groups, and writing friends, and how their mere existence around you can be inspirational. So join me on the 17th of November for the last episode of this season. The show notes for this episode are available, as always, on my website, lanydelrock.com slash pengarden. That's lanydelrockmyname.com, all one word, slash pengarden as one word. I have cited all my sources there, so you can go on and continue your own research on the topic. If you like this episode, please subscribe to the show. There's a new episode coming every Tuesday, with a break every five episodes. If you happen to be listening on a platform that allows reviews, please leave a review. It helps creators who are starting out, such as myself, let more people know the podcast is enjoyable. Alternatively, come chat with me on the Pen Garden Facebook page or tweet me at Lainey Dillerock. If you want to be up to date on Pen Garden news, sign up to my newsletter. I promise no spam, only cups of writing joy. Thanks very much for listening, everyone. Hope you have an awesome week and speak to you soon. <laughs>